All right, welcome to another episode of Hashtag All Podcasts Matter. Vic and Keen here, aka the Kid and Play of Podcasting, because this week we're doing House Party. Ola, Ola, the first a. installment of the uh, uh, Kid and Play trilogy. No, the the KPCU. <laughs> good one, pretty yeah, good. The KPCU Kid and Play uh, because because universe. House Party Three, if you didn't know, is actually a fan fiction that's outside of the universe. It's from yeah. it's from another studio. It's like Rogue One, but bad. <laughs> and has nothing to do with it. Yeah, so th- we're doing some new stuff. We're going to do some movie reviews mm-hmm. because uh, why not? Yeah, and we're not going to date any of these movie reviews because honestly, these are for when we can't do this show. Yeah, these are for uh, vaca- this is vacation episodes. Thank you for your candor because we're we're totally honest with you guys. Um, now this movie actually, I th- I thought it was pretty damn good for being a film from nineteen nineties. I would say like this: this is a childhood favorite. This is part of our childhood. The dance, of course, and everything like that. Watching this movie, this is like the first time we like sat down analytically and watched this movie. And we are surprised of how really, really good this movie was. It's fucking great. It's fucking great. It's an iconic black people movie. It's a great movie. And it's let's just get into it. This is a really good movie. And it was very man, well acted. Actually. Man, uh... So yeah, as like you said, it's it's a great film from a childhood. Mm-hmm. But even as aside aside the fact that it's like a, a goofy teen like dance movie, mm-hmm. and like you said, it's 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 actually pretty smart and it says a lot of social commentary, which I didn't realize as an adult. And now seeing it as a parent, I'm like, damn, Robin Harris was a good ass dad. <laughs> <laughs> Robin Harris was a great father. So it opens up with uh, a father, rough father, and he's a rough around the edges father. He wasn't beating his, oh, he was whooping him. It was called beating him now because you can't hit kids with shit like that. That's a grown ass kid. So he grows up, he, rough father, made his son breakfast, told him to get his ass downstairs and shit like that. After he made breakfast, he crashes. Cause because he, work, cause he, cause he works nights. night shifts and shit like that to support, keep a house on him and food on the table. He made his son breakfast in the morning after he just got out of work, made his son breakfast in the morning, then crashes because he's dead tired and stuff like that. And then still has an, uh, tell him, get your damn schoolwork done. Don't end up like me. And he's like, not that I'm saying I'm a failure. You don't want to be working this fucking hard for your son and shit like that. And then he makes the jokes about, I should have never married that white woman. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> uh, so, uh, if you haven't seen Hearts Party, go see it. There's going to be some spoilers, obviously. Now, <laughs> They're not spoilers. <laughs> that movie's 20-some-odd years old. 26 years old. 26 years old. There's no spoilers. Hey, I don't know. Maybe some people haven't seen Okay, the spoiler. It's not spoilers. The, spo- spoiler. the spoiler rule is that at 26 years after a movie, you don't have to say spoiler alert, no. right? Okay. Five years after a movie, you ain't got to say spoiler <laughs> and shit like that. I'm good. Matter of fact, I don't have, if, if you ain't seen uh, Civil War yet, it's not a spoiler anymore. Uh, You're wrong. Fun fact, Kid and Play were 26 and 28 years old when they filmed this movie. So that was actually very white of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's, that was great. That was like the average Oh, another age. fun fact. Who was supposed to play this? Oh, tell oh. about the the different MC, the different universes that were going on. The 616 <laughs> uh, and Amazing Universe. Uh, parallel Universe. Uh, Will Smith and Jazzy Jeff turned down these roles. And then on the other Parallel Universe. And conversely, Kid and Play... Turned down the roles on Fresh Prince. What the C- fuck? Could you imagine this? My my brain exploded when I read that. That's how much you know E M P and D sucked. <laughs> also, also Shireen did the choreography for this movie. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. Oh, what? Yeah, yeah. That's dope. And the funny part is, like, everybody else was actors except for them two. 
Those were the rappers and shit like that. They actually acted really cool. What I did like was the dark skin. Actually, now that I think about it, the dark skin more kind of came up as no, no, no. She wasn't loose, so I'm not gonna say that. So I like how the dark skin girl was the object of everybody's affection and shit like that, and the light skin girl was like the ugly duckling. And this is the '90s when light skin was all light. Everything was light skin. That was, that was some social commentary too. Yeah. Um. Now, have it, have you heard of Full Force before this movie? No. I'm like, and not, and not after. Not after either. I guess they're a rap group or wrestlers. I'm not sure. Maybe a rap wrestling rap group. Rest rapplers. Rapplers. Yes. Yeah. This is the best dance scene ever. This is in my a movie. This is my favorite musical of all time. <sighs> Are we gonna do this? Yeah, let's do it. It's not a musical. Why? It actually one part is a musical. I only feel it's a musical when the music. The actual songs are advancing the plot. There's montages in the movie, like Rocky, but it's not Rocky's not singing. It's the best around. Could you imagine if he was singing that while he said bags and shit like that? No. A musical is like Hakuna Matata advancing the movies and shit like that because it was actually part of the plot that he actually forgot his fucking duties to his things until he met fucking Nala and shit like that. And then he has to go back because he's living his puberty years in the jungle with a fucking meerkat and a warthog and shit don't matter to him. He eating fucking coconuts and shit. He ain't even ate meat. He forgot how to be a fucking carnivore. He lived in ghetto fabulous in Hawaii of Africa. I don't know where the fuck Hawaii and Africa came in and shit like that. And then Nala's like, hey, you know you're the king, right? He's like, shit, bitch, I gotta go do this. Then he, the, the Nala was Nala was sexy for a line. I'm like, how'd y'all do that, Disney? <laughs> <laughs> that was a weird rant. But Sorry. hey, hey, that's great. Where, where was I going? I don't know, but I also wanted to point it's out not that, a musical. Yeah. that there was two. No, nah, I would say it, it is a musical. It's not advanced. Because, the plot. Wait, wait, wait. So much of the movie is advanced around music. No, there's music there's, and so there's, much of the there's movie. There's choreography and there's like there's like 50 minutes. Uh, then there's, there's hot 16s in it. There's dance sequences. Yeah. It's a music movie, but it's not a musical. I'm, there's not singing, and it's not moving the plot along. Like, uh, Prince of Egypt was a musical because shit was actually going on while they were singing, and they were singing about what they were fucking doing and stuff like that. But it is partially a musical. Like, the the prison scene was, like, a musical, but even though he was just really just rapping. Yeah. But it wasn't advancing the plot. So that's what I'm saying. Uh, I, I agree to disagree. Okay, okay, great. Now, kid, he was great. I want that haircut. No, you don't. Okay, no, no, I don't. But a I lot do. of those haircuts are coming back, though. Yeah, they are. They are. Terrible. Man, this movie started so many careers. Everybody's in this movie. Man, Clifton Powell, uh, Mar- Pops Mar- was in Pops. <laughs> Pops. If y'all know, if you go back and watch the scene, Pops is first of all he's yelling. I paid fifteen thousand dollars for the house. That is a two story house <laughs> in a nice neighborhood and shit like in that. Los, like, in damn. Los Angeles, in Los Angeles, like fifteen thousand dollars. That is that was cheap for what he was saying back then, and he probably was saying fifteen thousand dollars hella long ago. Um, but Pops was laying next to Miss Pearly. If you don't know who Miss Pearly is, Miss Pearly is Damon's dad from Friday. Damon's mom from Friday X and Next, where she goes, I heard they used to call you Sweet Dick Willie. And it was like, Oh, you heard that. So she was the old lady trying to get at Pops, and they was laying it. Same universe. That's crazy. They were in a movie together 20 years later. Mm-hmm. Small world. Uh, Ezel was in that movie. Hey, oh, with the, with the Jerry Curl? With the Jerry Curl. All I got to do is follow the trip. Follow the trip. Pops got into the house and roasted everybody. And that was the original Pops. That was Pops because that was the original Pops until he died. George Clinton? Mm-hmm. Jerry Clinton was in that shit. Before he knew 
I don't know if you knew who you, who he was when you were six. We should have, but I yeah. think I did. <laughs> Cliff Pearly, <laughs> Clifton Powell. Shut up, bitch! I know somebody like it. Clifton Powell's in Pinky, Pinky Knuckle. He wasn't Pinky to me. He's Chauncey. That's Pinky, nigga. From Boys in the Hood, from Menace Society. Uh, Robin Harris is a really good father movie. I have to say it like that because, um. This this movie you can tell it was written kind of like by somebody that was educated. Well, the thesis was, and I'm glad they didn't rape the thesis by making this a ghetto ass movie and getting the party shot up and everything like that. Um, it had good. They kind of they kind of capped the movie to the point where it had morals. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was like a little bit of subtle messages in there. Uh, you know, it said like they portrayed alcohol negatively when that mm-hmm. dude drank so much that he passed out. Yep. There was no need to weed. There was no drive-by. It seemed like they were in L.A., but they didn't, like, depict the L.A. part. They didn't have to show liquor stores on every corner. They didn't have to sell smoking weed. They didn't show any gangbangers and shit like that. It was a good part because, yes, L.A. did suck in the early 90s. But, no, there's also good shit happening. There really were house parties going in. I don't know if you could have did the whole raise the roof part because kid was like, <laughs> even the extras were not feeling that part. They were like, I'm going to pay for this shit. Well, I also like how they f- they filmed it kind of ambiguously, where it's basically uh, any town USA. Yeah. Like, hey, this could be your neighborhood. Anybody? Enjoy it. I love how Full Force was dressed like 80s and 90s thugs. <laughs> <laughs> With their pagers and shit. And shout out to the barber on set, because there was never... There, everybody Man. on that movie had a fresh fade. That movie cost $2.5 million. <laughs> because of one w- One million of it was haircuts. Bruh, everybody. If you just look at the first scene... Of the movie where they're at the lunchroom, everybody had fades. That is very small high school in L.A. I and think they, pe- extras, they got paid in haircuts. Exactly. <laughs> and they got to go to that dope-ass party. Hell yeah. With no refreshments. That shit was social as fuck, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. You know, everybody, everybody was super pro-black in that movie, wearing, <laughs> wearing their onks and, like, uh, and Africa chains. Man. Um. I didn't notice the first time I saw it, of course, you know, watching it as an adult with different eyes, mm-hmm. the whole uh, throwing jello at Ronald Reagan, who, of course, <laughs> who of course, as we all know now, is the white devil. Oh, man. Thank you. I got woke as fuck with that shit, man. Ronald suck. Uh, police harassment. Wow. Lots of that in this movie, which I didn't notice back then. Yeah. Er- and they were like. Everybody's at gunpoint all the time. Gunpoint. And, and I love it. And in, in front of the uh, successful black people, like, of course, we're not going to they didn't press charges and stuff like that, because nah, like they don't need solidarity confinement. They need stuff like that. I could have mentioned that, too. Yeah, it was really kind of up there and shit like that. Um, Martin was in that fucking movie. Man. Martin was fucking dope. And you can see you could definitely see like the early beginnings of like Martin, the TV show. He even said, what's up? He did. Yeah. Uh, that party was lit. That party was fucking tight. It was a good ratio, even though he said it wasn't a good ratio. There was a lot of females in that fucking party and shit like that. Uh, I loved it because of old school DJing. Um, this movie was made in the 90s, and I used to DJ parties. Well, I didn't DJ. I used to. I was. The, I was. Just, you were at the parties? No, 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 no. I used to carry Deontay's crates and speakers, help him carry that shit in. So, Hell, you were I like, you were like, real struggle. you were like, play, except you weren't, you weren't like, you weren't shit like play. Uh no, cause I I used after a while I used to host the parties, so then it got lit, and for a long time like I would he would DJ and I'd be at the club hosting the club and shit like that. I used to have the shit. We used to have the shit lit. Oh yeah, I think I saw you there one time. Yeah, uh this this and house party two made us want to throw house parties, and then house party two made us want to throw pajama jammy jams. <laughs> I 
been to a few pajama jammy jams. I'm actually let's bring back the pajama jammy jam. Did you notice that that dude in this movie who showed up in pajamas? My my, <laughs> my theory is that he came back in time that was, to work. No, he, that was the Easter egg. Yeah, oh. <laughs> that was Thanos. <laughs> yeah. And oh, they're just like then they did the after credits too. Oh yeah, the after credit scene when the police get crushed. So by, how does this uh, fit in the MCU? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm probably gonna touch with a new thing. Um, um, they showed the projects, but then they showed how the projects can be. It could just be projects, you know. It could just be hella motherfuckers in one house. My favorite line was, "Go get her some Kool Aid." I was like, "Niggas, <laughs> grape, <laughs> gra- grape red, or red?" No, they said grape. They said red or purple, and they were like. No, they said red, red or grape. They said red or purple. No, it's grape. Purple. It's anyway, uh, but as we, then as, they looked at him like, really, nigga? Of course, red. of course, red. Obviously, you don't. You only, <laughs> I remember you only make grape if you have no other options. And he poured hella sugar, so they was like, I can just feel the holes in my teeth. <laughs> and that's before we all really cared about diabetes because that's what I thought. Now I'm like, look at that diabetes right there. Hey, was that, was everybody that, has that. Hey, was that social commentary also? Nah, because we weren't that conscious of diabetes and shit like dying. I, and no, shit like I feel that. like he was saying like Kool Aid is bad though. Yeah, they were saying yeah, they were saying Kool Aid is bad, but they were saying it for cavities and shit like that. Because we we just started caring about that shit and everything like that, preventing diabetes. Because we've been dying at fifty four for years. You see all these rappers still dying of that shit and everything like that. And I'm not the best person with my diabetes. I hope I don't die at forty five and stuff. Um, uh, oh, who else? I forgot. Um, the manager from Purple Rain that owned the club that was always talking to uh, the fat guy, that was uh, Shireen's dad. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's credit. And notice in the credits, he has the same name as that he does in uh, Typecast. In uh, Purple Rain. Yep. Uh, <laughs> never should have married that white woman. Had me cracking up. Because when we were young, we just thought he was light skinned. When you get older, you knew that food was half white and stuff like that, and then you just confirmed it with one thing and stuff. Like that. Yeah, I didn't notice that, and then when I saw it the first time, of course, back in nineteen ninety. Uh, I love how he brought the oh, <laughs> respect. Oh, another social commentary. I don't know if this was bad around the AIDS epidemic, but no, it couldn't have been around the AIDS epidemic. Is it too early for AIDS epidemic? Yeah, probably it was ninety one. But when he had the old condom and they didn't have sex because she was on birth control and stuff like that. And I, my mind went straight together when he was like, uh, are you? And she's like, no, because she was talking about birth control or do have no. Have you ever? And I thought he was talking about something else. And she he was talking about birth control. And so I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> get her. I like there was uh, this movie. Like I said, this movie did age well, but there's definitely a couple jokes that they would made back then that they definitely wouldn't make now. <laughs> uh, it's like, don't be OCP time. I need you on Japanese time. <laughs> I'm like, oh, they definitely wouldn't make that now. They also drop a couple uh, F-bombs that I'm not talking about. Fuck. Oh, they, yeah, they probably wouldn't say that now. <laughs> From the guys that were dre- dressed like F-bombs? Yes, yes. <laughs> but like 80s, 90s, the, uh, uh, Charlie Murphy was talking about that. He was like, he was like, the nigga that was dressing like hard and in the gangs and shit like that, they was dressing like some sissies in the freaking 80s and that and shit like that. <laughs> Charlie Murphy had that pimp. <laughs> I was like, this boy's cracking up. Um, <laughs> like, when a kid gets out of, um, what's Teacher Campbell's character name? Shireen? Shireen. Oh, sorry, uh, Sydney. No, Sydney. Sydney. When he goes out of Sydney's house and then full forces drive by, I'm like, what the fuck were they doing in the neighborhood? Because I know the police station is nowhere near their neighborhood. And how did they get back to their car that fast? 
because I know the police didn't drive their car to the police station and stuff you're, like that. You're being like real analytical. Fucking cinema sins, bro. <laughs> cinema sins. I can't watch shit anymore. Yeah. Uh, and the the main guy in the full force that that motherfucker might have been a psychopath. He he murdered a possum. He murdered movie. a possum. He was about to burn a house just to get out and beat somebody up. And he had no intention. See, and here's the thing: he was thinking. He was like, he's like, we can just throw the. Uh, that's how you know he's fucked up. They was like, we can just throw the the uh, the, the. We can kick his ass. I don't know how he's in the group, but uh, they were talking. About, Let's throw the the thing in a river, and he was like, no, you stupid, like that'll kill him and shit like that. But he was going to burn the house down just to get dude outside to beat him up. Motherfucker had some screws loose and some shit like that. He really wanted to get at him. Message. Yeah. Because uh, when kids in prison, well, jail, not prison. He's like, so do you want to squash this? He's like, nah, to the grave. Yeah. Over something, some bullshit. Uh, that's how you know they really wasn't about that life. Cause he'd have been dead already in the nineties. They was fake gangster. They were like, how they explain Debo, how you don't pull that shit around the corner. <laughs> <laughs> he knows about that shit. Um, so would you recommend this movie? I'm not done yet. Oh, sorry. I just wanted to point out that this movie got 96 on Rotten Tomatoes. Because it should have. I really like how they didn't like focus on negative stereotypes. No, they didn't. Like, I really, really like it. Apparently, it was L.A. Maybe it's not L.A., but those look like some L.A. houses. look like L.A. neighborhood. And shit yeah, like it was that. filmed in L.A., but they don't. I still yeah. feel like they leave it pretty, yeah, pretty ambiguous. Shit yeah. like that. Um, and they really could have went negative, especially when... So you're telling me that um, a guy made it a 20, cent, 20 minutes short for his college thesis, thesis yep. and yep. then sold the screenplay. Reginald, so, Reginald Hudlin, yeah, he wrote and directed it too. So. And so he had to expand that shit into an hour and what, 20 minutes and shit like that? Yeah. And he could have went... They could have let and New Line Cinema was a big company at the time. Could have let him go nigger, 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 crackhead mother, do all this party, get shot up, and they like that. No, they kept it really PC. I mean, they kept it really. Oh, you guys are good. They even showed like good black people and shit like that. And they showed a really, really positive, blue collar, hardworking father that sacrificed for his son, but then wouldn't let him be a hoodlum and made him. Be good at work and shit, school and shit like that. Which they played off of in the second movie because he goes to college. Mm-hmm. This movie is like, <laughs> it's a, it's such a fun like goofy comedy, mm-hmm. but it's just it's just oddly positive and pro black, which I which we now know. I'm like, damn, this is this is great. Um, and it's still the test of time. It was still a fun ass movie today. Um, they made what I didn't like. Oh yeah, I want to talk about that too. Actually, they kind of made play a bastard. Play was an asshole, and uh, Shireen, uh, uh, fucking, she wasn't a slut because she wasn't had. She's actually a virgin. They kind of hinted at it and shit like that. But she was playing against both of them, so they made her kind of the villain and the light skinned chick, all innocent. They made play a dick, but then he came out for his boy, so he was only a little bit of a dick. But then they were talking about he, kid was talking about a reason I have sex. I didn't want to get her pregnant or nothing like that. And he was like, "You ain't got to deal with the baby. She got to deal with the baby. She just do it." I'm like. Go way to perpetuate that stereotype, but then like now we're being really, really hard on them. <laughs> well, I mean, I get, I, th- I feel like that was was that just to show the message, like kids, like no, nah, that's not a good thing. You got to be, you have to be responsible for that as well. Exactly. But so, they all came from, they all came in houses and shit like that. Shireen, of course, she was a dark skinned girl on a project. Hmm. Hmm. But cl- clearly, I'm like, playing. I'm just nitpicking right now. Play is coming from he, Play's house was nice. Yeah. And 
both his parents, I mean, they work nights, but clearly they had good jobs. Because mm-hmm. that's a big ass house they had to party in. Well, eh. yeah, that was a big ass two story house and shit like that. That was really a nice ass house. They might have bought early and stuff like that. From the neighborhood went to shit. And the be- like one of the best parts, it was a really, really, really good ending. Like, <laughs> like you knew he wasn't going to get away with it, but right when that fool was whole fine, his daddy said, oh, I wouldn't do that yet. It commits to whoop his ass. Great parenting. Such a good ending. I mean, I, <laughs> so so different watching this movie now as a parent because I, I empathize with him. Yeah. Uh, the director, Reginald Hudlin, he went on to direct classics like The Ladies' Man. And boom, wow. Boom, and Boomerang. Wow. Ghetto, ghetto classics right there. Ladies, yeah. The Ladies' Man. But no, he's he's still doing good stuff. Like He directs a lot of TV. Yeah. And, and he's a producer on, uh, on the Django. And yes, I said the Janko on purpose. The D side. Um, nah, he he does great shit because I mean, talk about childhood, Boomerang, which those were one of the movies my mom took you to see because she wanted to see it, but she didn't know like that was totally inappropriate for you to watch <laughs> shit like that. <laughs> like what? Like I should have like I was too young to be in What's Love Got to Do with it. <laughs> like, but my mom took me to see it because it's like ain't you know. Babysitters weren't, you know, unless I was going to stay with my auntie house. There were no babysitters and shit like that. So I saw that. Uh, Wade and Exit. I was like, I shouldn't have seen it. I don't read no Terry McMillan books, but I was in that movie with my mom and my aunts and shit like that. <laughs> Probably another movie I shouldn't have saw. It, it, and that was at a time where black people weren't racist, but interracial relationship with old people. Like old people, not, not my mom wasn't old at the time, but she was in a time where. We she was around the time when motherfuckers were getting assassinated. Shit like she that. she was a product of the olden time. Yeah, and so it was like so when like the oh you gonna just wait with me like hell yeah sister and it was like <laughs> so like for the longest like I knew I couldn't bring a white woman home to the house or some shit like that and so it was like not that it was like it's like the saying I like any race more than other but it's just like you was kind of scared because like oh I ain't getting beat up because I brought a white woman to mom my mom's just like that <laughs> oh man my mom told me the same <laughs> okay I don't feel bad <laughs> don't put my mom on the bus right now hey, if we, you if we, you was raised that you could bring a white woman home to the house tweet us that <laughs> hey we we just bonded over a strange the strange similar story I'm glad I'm glad we shared that experience <laughs> And we rebelled. <laughs> I still had a run away. <laughs> I, get, I, only, I only half rebelled. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good job. Get the, see what I, I did there? Yeah. We got a great show tonight, everybody. <laughs> uh, jokes. Uh, you got anything else for wrap up? Uh, <laughs> I don't wrap up, I pull out. Hi, yo. I yep. guess that's it. Look forward to it. Shout out to Rick Flair at Four Horsemen. And I've officially dropped my other one. <laughs> You've lost all podcast matters as a sponsor. I'm sorry. Put a politician. Yeah. You know, I noticed that our, our movie reviews, I guess, going to be a standard 23 minutes. And that's all right. That's, that's, good. that's pretty good. Bite size. Yeah. A little taste. Mm-hmm. An appetizer. Get you out. You know, it's like get out of church early. I'm telling you. <laughs> it's all the holiness. <laughs> I'm packed it, man. It's like going to white church. You ever been to white church? Did, okay, did you go to did you go to church when you were a kid? Yeah, I wasn't always a heathen. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, my grandma, like black, black, oh, grandma, black. Oh, my grandma man. in Oakland, oh, in Oakland. Which one? Uh, I don't know. It was uh, the big one. 
I don't remember. It was like by like Eldums or something. By where? You you know that like Swedish bakery? Uh, it's near like a funeral home. Cool. Okay, sorry. It's in East Douglas. <laughs> I don't know, man. Ah, uh, man, come on, guy. Yeah. Uh, no, it's like, <laughs> and then when you, when you, it's like going to black church all your life, and when you go to white church all the time, and then motherfuckers got out on time, but that is like a running joke. But that shit is the realest shit in the world. White church get out on time. What you what? But what you lose is the soul. Like <laughs> it, it's the trade. It's like you're not gonna get as good as music as you are on the black church because you got really, you got real, real musician like. Not saying a white church don't have real musicians, but you got musicians that tour like one of my churches, like go on tour with like, like Mariah Carey, and shit like that. And he comes when he comes back to church, you'll hear the difference in the drumming and shit like that. And then you got like you know the community band, like you know Brother Jim, you play the guitar. Yeah, I think I can do <laughs> Brother it. Brother Jim, <laughs> yeah, I think I can do it. Oh, uh, <laughs> do, or- do, do, do. <laughs> And but you yeah. and you and let me talk about biker mice. Anyway, <laughs> that's, something that's, we all been to white church and black church. All right. Yes, I have. It's pretty. The food is much better at black church. Did you eat uh, food in the basement? Yes. Maybe you went to the same church. Oh, then. And it was like a three-story building with huge. Sta- we'll talk about this later. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's the end of which church did you go to? <laughs> I would do a bunch of them. <laughs> hey, everybody. Thanks for listening. Follow us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play. Visit our website. There's a liquor po- store right across the street. Of course. Visit allpodcastmatter.com. Like right dot- across the street. Visit com. Look for me at San Diego Comic Con. Uh, buy, buy one of our shirts. Uh, tell you, Dennis. Thanks for listening. Goodbye. Two up, two down. Yo, there's a party going on on the east side Call all the beefs, get the car washed, and we ride Cause everybody's gonna make it, all the shakers and movers The illest DJs too, so just the all the maneuvers And I'ma probably need the eye and a shirt for this Break out the shoes, I reserve for church for this Wanna socialize so we suffocate, eat a bunch of stuff I hate Then be nice and ask for another plate Maybe get asked what I do for a living Tell them I rap so they can produce me a rhythm And I rhyme on the spot, my favorite activity, yay, Festivities, captivity, tell a bunch of jokes I pretend to enjoy. We'll be stuck in conversations that we tend to avoid. Sounds great, so I sigh and grab my coat. The new book that I'm reading and prepare to go. About to turn off the lights, hit the TV. When across my screen, yo, what do I see? A Netflix ad, Daredevil's out, the full season.